Greetings, greetings everyone and welcome to part two of Moving Past Your Limitations. I am Kim Seymour of Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. And again, this is part two. If you listen to part one, we discussed or I shared some tips on how to begin the process of moving past your limitations. And a lot of that was looking at where you've come from, some of the experiences that you've had in your life that got you to a place where you just decided that you would live those limitations that you perceived on your life. And so today's podcast is taking practical steps. So we're going to talk about more practical steps of helping you to move past your limitations. Now, how we're going to address this topic today is more or less focusing on one particular thing. You may have several limitations. You may have several things that continue to show up in your life. But we want to show these practical steps for one particular goal or project or passion or purpose, something that you have been wanting to accomplish. We want to focus on that one thing and walk through some practical steps. So the first thing that I want you to do is think about one thing, one goal, one accomplishment, one portion of your passion or purpose or life goal or mission that you are trying to accomplish. So again, think about one thing, one goal that you are desiring to accomplish in your life. That's step one. What is that one thing that you want to focus on? And again, you can apply these practical steps over and over again. But for the purpose of this podcast, one thing. And I I do want to invite you to grab paper and pencil or pen. We will pause in between and give you an opportunity to work as we go through this podcast. So what is one goal that you have a desire to accomplish? Now, if you're already listening to these podcasts, you may have already begun to think of some things and some uh, goals that you have for yourself. So this may not be a long process for you. But if you have gotten to a point where you were living in your limitations and you had not begun to think of some of the things that you want to accomplish, this is for you. And that's why I'm going to allow a little time in between each step to help you to think through that process. And if you are someone who's got several goals, take this time to jot down some of those goals because again, you can apply these steps over and over again. Okay, the the next step that I want to share with you as far as moving past your limitations. So number one, you have your goal. 
Number two, I am a firm believer in prayer and meditation and developing a strong relationship with my Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. Whatever method that you use to connect to your spirit and who you are becoming and who is in control of your destiny and your life, my focus is on strengthening that relationship that I have with God. So the second step of meditation is calling you to spend that time in quiet meditation and prayer and scripture reading to help you to be able to connect and begin to hear not only what of maybe fine-tuning that goal that you wrote down for step one but to help you pe begin to formulate the steps for how you will accomplish that I am a firm believer that you or I cannot do anything without that connection to God so after you have your first goal what are you going to do to connect to that higher power to come, become in tune with what it is that you need to do to accomplish that goal. So step two is meditation, prayer and scripture, devotion, whatever that looks like for you. You've got to spend time in that space to help you to hear what your next steps will be. I am sharing practical steps, but as an individual, your individual steps may be different from mine. It may be different from your friend. It may be different from your colleague. It may be different. So that's why it's so important that step two is done. So step one, come up with your goal. Step two, now let's get to the business of spending that quiet time and meditation and really hearing the fine parts of that goal and how to get there. All right, step three. Once you've got your goal and you've spent some time in meditation, now you want to research and educate yourself. So it does depend on what that goal is. If you are going back to school, you will begin to research some school campuses that may have the degree or have the focus or the concentration that you are looking for. If you are wanting to start a business, what does it take to start that business? What type of business do you want to have? Is it an LLC? Is it a sole proprietorship? What is it that you are trying to do for business? You need to research get that to see what it is that needs to take place as a next step. If you are going to remodel your home, what does it take? Is it a do-it-yourself project? Do you need to get on the internet and start doing some research? So step three is educating yourself. 
You cannot walk blindly into anything trying to accomplish a goal. Yes, you have talents and skills and abilities down within you, but you do need to research, you do need to educate yourself, you do need to prepare yourself for whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish. Remember, knowledge is power, and it is the key to making sure that your business is set up properly, that you are in the right school, that you've got the right tools for your do-it-yourself project, all of those things. If you're wanting to buy a car, research. See, these goals aren't just, I wanna start a business or I'm going back to get a degree. The, the goal can be anything. You want to buy a car, get on the internet and do some research. Ask around, talk to a couple of dealers. Do your due diligence to make sure that you are knowledgeable and prepared to make some decisions that are gonna be coming forth. You can't make a decision if you don't have the right amount of information. Or you could make a decision, but you may take yourself down a wrong road if you haven't researched properly. So step one is come up with your goal. Step two, you're meditating and you're praying and you're reading scripture and you're doing your devotion and whatever other quiet time that you want to use to hone in on what it is that you need to do. And then step three, you're educating yourself and you're researching what needs to take place. All right, again, we are coming up with some really practical tips for helping you to move past your limitations as you work to accomplish a goal. All right, so let's look at number four. This is the big step because this is where our limitations and our obstacles show up. We've got a great goal, we've come together, we've come in tune with ourselves or God and we are, are really excited about what it is that we wanna do. We feel that we've heard some great things in our meditation and we've done our research, we're ready to go. And day one of going out there and trying to get this done, we're hit with an obstacle. Well, folks, it's at this point that you can decide I'm going to press on forward or I can't do this and for some of us for a lot of us in a lot of our situations we revert back to this is impossible there is no way I just can't do this and if you remember from part one that's when we were living our limitation, where we just decided I can't do this, the situation I'm in doesn't allow for it, oh well, great aspiration, but it's just not for me. But here in this podcast, we're going to talk about pressing past that. You've gone through the time to identify your goal. You've gone through some meditation and you are connecting and you know that there's some things that you can do to get there. And you've done the background research. So now that you are staring your obstacles and your limitations are on your back and you are staring at these obstacles head on, what do you do? Well, hence the title of the podcast, Let's move past that. Let's not allow that obstacle or that limitation to hinder us from moving forward. So for this step, 
go ahead and write them down. Write down your obstacles. So think back to your goal. Refer back to number one of what that goal is. And if you need to look at step three, where you have researched and done some education on this, looking at step four, okay, what are my obstacles? List them. It doesn't, I don't care if it takes every page in your spiral. List them. Obstacle number one, don't have the money. Obstacle number two, don't have the support system. Obstacle number three, don't have a car to get around. Obstacle number four, what is it? Name, list them all list them all go ahead and put it out there you knowledge is key in every situation and for every step know all of your obstacles write them all out become familiar with them you cannot fear the unknown once you put it out there once you write down your obstacles when you face it you may already have a solution for it Now let's think back to our limitations. See, limitations and obstacles, you can look at them a little differently. If you're moving forward and you're trying to accomplish some goals, let's say for example, you're wanting to return to school and obtain your degree. You may see your obstacle as it's going to cost money and I just don't have that kind of money. And that's an obstacle. When we look at limitations, we, we sometimes focus on what is it in you that is keeping you from moving forward. So I want you to know the difference between those for the purpose of these two podcasts. Obstacles, I want you to think of as those things as you move forward, they just kind of get in your way. It could be money, I don't have the car, those kind of things. But limitations on the inside of you. How do you limit yourself? So I want you to look at obstacles and limitations because believe it or not, it's the limitations that are within you that keep you from moving past those obstacles. So identify those limitations as well. And we talked about those limitations in the first podcast. So if you need to go back and revisit those notes, do that. But some of the limitations that we talked about were low self-esteem, lack of self-confidence. Those things are what keep you from moving past obstacles. Well, if you can't move past your limitations, you can't overcome the obstacle. So revisit podcast one and just make sure that you keep those limitations in mind because we can go through all the practical steps and help you to get to the point of accomplishing your goal, but your limitations will hold you back. All right. So after you've defined your obstacles and you've uh, notated and went back to revisit those limitations, Now, let's look at some alternatives to some of your obstacles. If you are trying to return to school and money is a problem, you may look at financial aid. Do I need to start saving money? What about grants? 
do more research to overcome obstacles it's going to take time you're going to have to research you're going to have to ask around nothing is impossible but where your limitation comes in is you feel defeated here I am trying to go back to school and every time I research something or I call or I try to fill out an application or I apply for a grant the answer is no I just can't do this defeat is a limitation when you become defeated you stop you don't move forward you are fearful that's a limitation so I want you to see how the obstacles and the limitations work hand in hand because you are your own worst enemy sometimes so what are the alternatives to these obstacles that we discussed a minute ago uh, you want to go back to school money you want that new job maybe the car you want to do a project but you don't have the things to do it or you're not sure you don't necessarily have all the skills and so with those obstacles your limitations are there forget it I can't do this this is too much I just need to call somebody to help this makes no sense I'm not good enough I who nobody's going to help me get into school those are limitations so as you're working on this step and you are coming up with alternatives to your obstacles the question is how do you silence and move past the limitations I'm going to take you back to podcast one and to step one first of all step one for today is what is your goal but from podcast one of moving past your limitations was what is your why okay I really want you to see this I really want you to see this what is your why so l let me bring you back today we're talking about part two moving past your limitations we're now on the step where we're coming up to alternatives to the obstacles not having enough money not having a car not having the skills all of those things and as we look at trying to move past or overcome these obstacles our limitations stand in the way oh it's too hard I'm not good enough this will never happen no one's gonna help me so focus on two things number one what is your goal and number two why if your goal is to start a business what is it for why oh I want to help at-risk youth okay great why I, I want to help at-risk youth step one number two let me pray and meditate about that who is it that I need to help what am I going to do when I help them how am I going to get the skills who's going to help me to do that that's a part of your prayer medication prayer and meditation you're listening you're honing in on what it is that you are to do 
Number three, you would educate yourself. You would do some research. What are some of the issues that at-risk youth have? How can I help them? What do they need? What areas do they need to be helped in? What area of the city would that be? What kind of grants are out there to help? All right, that's step three. Number four, oh, my obstacles don't have the money to help. May not have the support system, may not have volunteers that want to help. That's obstacles. Okay, how am I going to move past those obstacles? I just have to keep asking people. I just have to keep researching. I have to go ahead and come up with my plan and maybe just start acting and moving in it. What are my limitations in that? I can't do this. This project is too big. There's no way I can help all the at-risk youth in the world. There's no way that I can help. What can I do? There's so many gangs and drugs out there. What it is can I do? What can I do? What can I say? Me, little old me, are they going to listen to me? That's a limitation. But then you go back to what we talked about in podcast one. What is your why? My why. What is your why? because I don't want to see another teenage child, another teenager or child, an at-risk teenager or child go without food, go with hopes and dreams and they can't get into college, go with hopes and dreams and they can't even go to school and feel safe. What is my why for developing a program to help at-risk youth? What is my why for being an educator? Because I want to do my part to help in public schools. I want to bring my knowledge, my skills, my abilities into this space. And if I can't help them all, I can help one, maybe two, maybe three. I want to help because if not me, then who? If I'm fearful, what about if everybody else is fearful? If I don't take the step, who will? Why do I want to do this? Because this is my purpose and I refuse to be in this space of this field of education and watch youth fall through the cracks. So ladies, And if there are any gentlemen that are listening, I just gave you an outline of what is dear to me. I gave you my what. I gave you an example of my prayer meditation, how I educated and researched and how I overcome overcame obstacles and I gave you some examples of my limitations, but I went back to my why. And, 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 and now, as I move forward in life coaching for women, that came from working with at-risk youth and their families and the mothers who worked so hard with all they knew to raise their children and some still lost some and some are still working to be the best mom that they can be 
And I want to continue to help women to accomplish and achieve their goals because I saw mothers who had goals and passions and dreams and desires, but didn't know how to accomplish those. That's the second part of my why. That's the second part of my passion. So I'm giving you an insight into the steps and how things begin to evolve. So you've got to see how obstacles and limitations coincide. Let me move forward to the next step. So you've identified obstacles, you've identified your limitations and you're seeing how they connect. You're coming up with alternatives to those obstacles. You got to keep researching. Every obstacle you come up against, find an alternative. Don't sit on the obstacle. Sometimes you do need to pull back and think about it and say, okay, what is it I can do next? And, and that, that's, that's good. But don't allow yourself to come up against an obstacle and just sit there and it's days and days and you just, oh, well, I can't find nothing to do. That is your limitation showing up. So when you come up on an obstacle, work to get some immediate solutions. And, and with you taking this time now to outline those obstacles, come up with alternatives as you outline them, as you write them down. Not enough money, grants, financial aid, loan, you know, whatever it is, come up with the solutions. Because I guarantee you, you're going to come up against some obstacles and some are going to be really big. <laughs> and some are going to knock you down and your limitations will keep you down. But if you've already got a plan in place, if you've already got some solutions, all you do is just flip the page. Okay, uh, there's not enough money. Okay, let me go back to my notes. Oh, here's some solutions. Let me try these. Come up with more than one alternative to one obstacle. See, this is... This is this is really intense. It takes time. It takes commitment. But I guarantee you, if you follow these practical steps, you'll not only be headed in the right direction, but you'll be able to see your life transform because you're not going to accept no. All right. And let, let's move on. So we've looked at alternatives. So the next practical step is to now let's kind of put all of this in a schedule. You're not going to come up with a goal and some, you know, your obstacles and your plan and things like that and just leave it out there. It's not always going to come knocking on your door. So this next step is talking about planning a schedule. In one of my video courses that you can find at KimSeymour.com, it's called Time Management Basics and basically just taking you through prioritizing your day for maximum work-life balance. And one thing that you want to do is to schedule your day. And I think this is a very practical step that will help you 
as you move past your limitations and your obstacles because any day that you have that you don't utilize every moment in a way that is going to benefit you in your life is a waste. You want to make sure that you are spending time on the things that matter to you, the things that are important, and the things that are going to take you towards your goals. So schedule your day. There are so many different ways. And again, if you want some tips on that, go to KimSeymour.com and download my video course on maximizing your time with time management basics. But you will schedule out your day. And my suggestion is in each day, you do at least one thing towards your goal. Some of you all, your goal may be totally separate or totally opposite from your work. You may work in a bank or you may work in corporate America, but you may want to start a nonprofit. Well, that's why I'm saying work every day and schedule out your day. And within that schedule, put in some time for at least one thing towards your goal. If you have more time, if you are actually working in your goal, if you're actually working in that passion and you're just wanting some specific goal to do or to accomplish, work in as much as you can of that goal during your day. You don't want to set a goal and then come back months later, okay, where am I on this goal? But you haven't scheduled out any time for it. So make sure that you are not only scheduling your hours in your day, but you're putting in that time for your goal. All right. Once you've kind of got this in place, you need to make sure that you have set some short-term goals in place. Short-term goals. You have this long goal of going back to school or you have this goal of remodeling your house or redecorating. What are the short-term goals? You've got to have some short day-to-day, month-to-month things that you're going to do towards this goal. Make sure that you've got a plan in place for that. If you don't have a plan in place for that, you're going to miss out on some key moments. You're going to take longer to get that goal accomplished. So you've got to make sure that there's a plan in place. So as you schedule your day, take the time to create a plan of some short-term goals to make sure that there are certain checkpoints that you meet before you get to that final goal. Check back with your goal often. So whatever plan it is that you put in place, check back. How am I on this? Did, what is this small goal that I said I'd accomplish? Did I accomplish it? Do I need to push it back a little bit? You know what? I accomplished that goal a little bit earlier. So let's go ahead and move things up. You have to check back and revisit, revamp, do all of those things to make sure that you stay on target. You want to make sure that you've developed a timeline for when this is accomplished. So when you get to that point, if it's not done, go back and revisit what it is that you need to do to get to that goal. And you need to make sure that you see this through. Make sure that you see it through. 
Anything that you don't see through won't get accomplished. You have to see it through. And when I say see it through, make sure that your obstacles and your limitations aren't the death of your goal, aren't the death of your passion. See it through. No matter how small the goal, no matter how great the goal, see it through. Refuse to set a goal and not accomplish it. Refuse. That means that every little small goal that you set to get to the big goal, you have to see those through to get to the larger goal. Okay. I want to recap these practical steps. Number one, what is your goal? Number two, spend some time in meditation. That may be prayer, devotion, scripture reading. Number three, do your due diligence and educate yourself. Research what it is that you are trying to accomplish. Define the obstacles that are in your life and also take note of the limitations that often show up. The next step is come up with alternatives to your obstacles to make sure that you have a plan in place for anything that you face that comes up against what you're trying to accomplish. Schedule out your day and make sure that you include some time to work towards this goal within your day. Make sure that you have a plan of action in place, a timeline for accomplishing these goals with some small milestones and some small goals in between. And then check back often, revisit, reevaluate. If you need to change some things about your plan, do that to make sure that you are on your way to accomplishing your goals. And make sure that you see it through. Don't start any project that you will not see it through. If you can look at your life circumstances and say, at this time in my life, I cannot, or it is not feasible, because we're going to take away the cannot, but it's not feasible to do this particular goal right now. But maybe in about five years, I can do that. Well, just set up something for, you know, five years, I want to buy a house. This year, I'm going to focus on this. Next year, I'll kind of work on this. So you can do some long range planning. But you don't want to say, I want to buy a house in December. And you know that looking at your finances and the way things are, that you just, it's not feasible at this time. Be smart in, in setting your goals. But what I want to encourage you to do is pick a goal that you can do. Pick a goal that you can do. You may want to buy a house, but you know, right now I'm going to settle on maybe looking at getting some furniture that I'll be able to use for that house and putting it in the house or the apartment or the place that I have now. So don't set yourself up because there are some goals that will take a long time, but make sure you see whatever it is through. And, and back to why meditation is so important, because you don't want to try to set goals of something that's not for you. It may not be for you. So that's why that meditation and connecting to the spirit is so important. 
And as I close out this podcast, I, I want to thank you all for joining. And um, I, I want to make sure that the essence of what I am trying to share is communicated. Limitations are the biggest thing that will keep us from moving forward. And the limitations lie within you. As I shared in the first podcast, part one, people around you do not control whether or not you accomplish your goal. It is your limitations within you that you have set up and allowed to control your life. Your limitations may be that you've allowed yourself to be in certain situations. So you have to address your limitations. Revisit podcast one so that you can get an idea and just really evaluate your limitations because you have got to get a handle on those things within you that keep you from moving forward. I've discussed some practical steps for overcoming your limitations and your obstacles, but there's something really important that I want to leave with you today. Do not be your own worst enemy. The world is yours. It is vast. Anything that you desire to do, it is within your reach. I I preface that by saying, as you connect and you meditate and you pray and you read your scriptures, you will become more in tune with what it is that is for you. Once you become in tune with what it is that is for you, go full steam ahead. Your limitations cannot stop you. I want to make sure that you understand that once you know what is for you, your limitations can't stop you. So if you know in your heart of hearts that you are to help at-risk youth or you are to help parents or mothers that are aspiring to accomplish their goals and their dreams, or if you are a mentor to business owners, or, or if you are an author or a songwriter, um, a movie producer, whatever it is that you are, if you know that is your passion and your purpose, your limitations cannot stop you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is as you work to accomplish those things and the obstacles come and your limitations say you're not good enough, that's not true. Because remember, you are already in tune with what it is that you are to do. So those limitations that arise, you don't have to pay attention to those. Ignore them move forward, empower yourself, empower yourself. How do you empower yourself? You read, you listen to positive podcasts, you read positive books, you surround yourself with positive people, you surround yourself with people that are accomplishing their goals. Empower yourself. And the limitations 
will begin to disappear. They'll be there. And in your times where you're frustrated and you're upset and you're angry and you feel that you're not getting anywhere, your limitations will show back up. But your limitations cannot stop you. If you will take that with you, that is enough for you to move forward and take those necessary steps. I am Kim Seymour from Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. And I do hope that you have been inspired and empowered today with this podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Thank you. You will be able to hear this on SoundCloud. I will also share it in my Facebook group page. And just move forward today and be inspired, be empowered, be motivated to accomplish your goals and live your dreams. Have a great one.